Welcome back to the Teacher Fit Podcast. This week, we are fortunate to have Mrs. Jessica Arico back on the show, and we are talking all things fasting. Welcome back to the Teacher Fit Podcast. We have got a special episode, big announcements this week. We are back with Jessica Arico. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm very excited. Awesome. It is so good to have you back. We've got a special announcement and we're going to kick it off right now. We are welcoming Jessica as the new teacher fit director of nutrition we're so excited to have you you've been the only multi-time guest you've done a ton of work in health and nutrition and fitness and wellness and you bring so much to the team so i just want to personally say thank you for your willingness to be on the team and we're excited to have you absolutely thank you so much for the partnership it's fantastic i this is my uh exciting life's work right here and I am more than thrilled to be part of the team because you guys are in the right direction and you're doing the best thing you can for teachers. Yeah, awesome. And you know, for the listener and for all of our Teacher Fit members, when you hear that, what you need to take away is that there's gonna be tons and tons of new and beneficial nutrition content coming your way, whether it's podcast and blog post, all coming from the beautiful, more intelligent mind than mine. So you guys are in luck and you don't have to see me or hear me quite as much. So that should be a good benefit to all of you. But on today's episode, we are starting with some questions that we got from the most recent teacher fit challenge and one of those questions was on fasting and we know there is so much information out there on intermittent fasting and this type of fasting and that type of fasting so jessica is here to give us the rundown on what it is how we can do it the benefits is it all that it's cracked up to be and then give us some good takeaways so First question for you, ma'am, is kind of what is fasting? Like, you know, it's it's everywhere in media and on the Instagrams and Twitters, but what do I actually need to know if I don't know much about it? Sure. It, that's, it, it is interesting because it is all over and I think it's beautiful because every time there's you know, a new generation comes out, you know, there's, there's something new and then you're like, no, it's really not new. It's been around forever. We just repackaged it. Um, fasting actually has been around for centuries and it, it goes back to the days uh, where people were using it in religious practices. And it was said to be able to invoke more spiritual connection. It was brought forth to, you know, help you to be connected not only with yourself, but with nature and with a higher being, if that's what you believed in. And um, it was also part of ritual. It's also part of some uh, religious ritual practices. And then obviously um, yogis also use it in some of their practices as well. Um, And it has as time has gone on and we've been able to look at it from a science perspective, it's like, wow, you know what? There are some biological things happening here and maybe some reasons for all of these spiritual enlightenments and, and um, all the other benefits that are, are there for it. So that's kind of the, and that was incredibly high level. I mean, it was so high level, it was crazy. The background on, on fasting, but yes, it has really come into the popular spotlight lately, mm-hmm. simply because, you know, I think people are looking for 
the best way, which is good. They're looking for the best way to take care of their bodies and they're reading more and they're looking at, uh, you know, different ways to not only lose fat, fat, but to make their bodies more productive. And actually fasting does have properties that can do both. And I'm going to say that very gently. And before I actually get into this, I, I do want to say, and I'm going to say this for everything that I talk about regarding any type of program, any program, fasting, um, keto, paleo, you name it, is a program. It is a tool that can be used. It is not something that you do as a sustainable long-term, I'm doing this for the rest of my life type thing, because I think that's when um, we as individuals get locked down. It's like, oh my gosh, I have to be this. I have to do this. So I want to be very cautious in saying that whatever I say today, first of all, make sure that if you have any health considerations, please consult your medical professional and please be sure that you are being you know, guided because you are, you know, anything we put into our bodies, our bodies are going to react to. So, or vice versa, if we do not put anything out to our bodies, our bodies are going to react. And that's pretty much what fasting is. Um, the other piece of fasting that's interesting is if you are a person who sleeps at night, you are a person who fasts because your, your body <laughs> is not eating. If, if you're sleeping the recommended seven to eight hours a night, your body isn't consuming anything except it's its own stores. So that's why the word breakfast is what it is. You, it's a, it's a compound word. It's break fast. You're breaking the fast. Mm -hmm. So that's it. I mean, so, so that's really very, very simple right there. So if you think you're like, oh my gosh, I could never do a fast. But if you have slept seven to eight hours a night, you fasted before. Right. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's it in a very small, small nutshell. Yeah. I love that. And you know, guy, or bringing in the history of it is super important because I think now we get wrapped up in the whole like, oh, you need to do intermittent fasting because you're going to lose weight and it's going to do this and it's going to do that. But it comes from, you know, a long line of historical significance and it still plays a, a, a significance in a lot of religions and practices like that. So I love that you're able to share that. When I think about fasting, there are you know, multiple different ways to do it. Like you just said, you know, we are fasting when we're sleeping. Are there, you know, prescriptions, mm -hmm. if you will, of, you know, I'm, I'm going to try fasting because, you know, I think I just need a change. What, what styles of fasting are simple to implement or the, you know, the, the best way to start? Do you think? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, here, I mean, with that too, there's another caveat. It's the best way. It's whatever is best for that individual. So first of all, before we get into the, the different ways and there are a multitude and I'm going to preface this right now, I'm going to list some out today. And some of you might be thinking, well, I've heard about this fast or this fast or this fast and you didn't name it. You're right. Because there are so many different uh, methods out there. But before I get into that, I do want to say this, um, you know, when you're fasting or just think about any time you've been hungry, think about your mood and think about, you know, what kind of a person you are when you're hungry. I mean, there's, there's a reason that the, um, you know, everyone says, well, I'm hangry, you know, <laughs> you're, you're hungry, angry, um, because you're not, you're not focused on what's going on around you because you're focused on where's my next meal. Right. So I want you to think about that before you fast, before you think about going into a fast, think about anything upcoming that you have, 
Because if you have, you know, events where you're going to be around a lot of people and you've never really done a true fast before, and you don't know how you're going to emotionally or physically respond, think about that first. Um, also, I think, in, you know, I've, I've mentioned before that in as an educator, because we, you know, typically work, you know, part of the year and we have times, we have breaks when we can spend more time more by ourselves or in a safer place where we're not going to be around students and other faculty members. Um, that might be a better time to do it. So summer is a great time to give it a shot if you don't have a whole lot of events where you're around a lot of people. Right. Um, so just because you don't know how you're going to respond. Um, but here are you know, just a couple of them. There, there's a really down easy one, which is the 24 hour fast. And that's exactly what it is. It's a 24 hour fast. So basically what you would do. So if I find starting fast, I wouldn't start it today because I would have already messed it up. Well, not necessarily. If I'm going to start a fast actually. So it's 12, 12 central time. And I was like, I'm starting it then. Okay, great. I will not eat again until 12, 12 tomorrow. So that's your 24 hour fast. Now in between that time, I can drink water. Okay. Um, because you do want to flush out your system. Water is right. not considered something that would be an anti-fast. You need that water. Your body is comprised <laughs> majority of water. So you, you do need that. And that does help flush out those cells that are being, or, you know, released from your body at that point in time. So that's awesome. The other thing is there are going to be some people that say, well, you can also do, you know, clear broths. You can do this. But the purists are going to say water only during that 24 hour period. And then what you would do with that, and you're going to do that a couple times over that week, if you can tolerate it, one time that week is going to give you some of those benefits. And we're going to get into those benefits in a little bit. Um, but it may be a good thing for you to do just to start out, not necessarily go, you know, whole, you know, a couple of times a week, initially doing a 24 hour fast. Um, I've done a 48 hour fast before, and I can tell you right now, um, it sounds horrible, but it's actually not that bad. Like by the end of that first day, you're kind of like, "Eh, okay. (laughs) Just as long as you have water, you're here, you're okay. I've, I've had people eat around me and I'm like, "Eh, it's no big deal. Um, so there's, there is that option just to do that once a week, that 24 hour period. But again, you would have to go from that hour that again, now it's 1214. It would be 1214. Now I won't wait until 1214 tomorrow. And that's, that's it. Um, there's also the 16, eight fast. And this particular program is, you know, a little bit, a little bit easier. Basically you would be consuming food for an eight hour period, and then you would fast for a 16 hour period. So however you want to break that down, whatever's easiest for you, um, that would be beneficial as well. The cool part about this is within that 16 hour fast, you would be sleeping for a majority of that time for, for a large part of that time. So that wouldn't be an area that you would have to focus. But if you are going to do that and with any fast where you're going to sleep, you're sleeping through the fast, um, you want to practice really good pre-bedtime routine because otherwise, you know, I've heard people experience that they, they wake up um, during the night because they're hungry or their, their body isn't used to that, or they didn't prepare themselves, you know, to, to wind down, to get off of their electronics because you are not familiar. Your body is not familiar with not having that multitude of food prior to going to bed. So, um, those are, I would say probably two of the, two of the easy, 
the easiest methods to try without getting too much into the weeds, simply because if you've never fasted before, other than, you know, breakfast, (laughs) sleeping at night, then these would be something that would gently ease you into it. And this isn't something, you know, if I said that um, the 16-8, you would do that maybe at first, try it for a couple days. If you're doing well on that, you know, try it for a couple more days, see how you do. It's, It's not prescriptive. It's very much what is working for your body. And that's the other thing too. And I would, I would also suggest that people journal during this time. You can journal about your feelings, journal about, you know, uh, you know, how many, how many times did you crave food? How many times did you not crave food? Um, when did you drink water? What were your bathroom practices during that time? What was your uh, interaction with people? And I know it sounds like a lot, but quite honestly, when we're able to reflect upon those things, we're able to have more knowledge about our own body. I love taking journal notes about what's going on with my body when I'm doing something like this, because I'm living in my science experiment. And if I ever ask anybody to do anything, I will first have tried it and, and I will be able to tell them about it. Yeah. I love that. And I, I think those, those two recommendations are great. I myself definitely prefer the 16, eight. I've tried it before. I've done it for a long time, months and months and months at a time. And wow. I, I personally felt, you know, more mental clarity and focus <laughs> in the mornings. And the benefit of having that sleep is that, you know, if you're, if you're a quality sleeper, you, you don't have to go through that stress of hunger and all these things. And you're just dealing with that morning. And a lot of people are already not eating breakfast. Like, so people like, I don't eat breakfast, but then mid morning, they grab some sort of junky snack. Right. So if we can just take that and say, I am now going to focus my attention. I'm going to focus on hydration and I'm actually going to stick to my time blocks, whatever those may be. Uh, I think it's just a much healthier way to look at it. And one of the things for me that was a beneficial of the fast is that I like to eat a lot of food. And (laughs) if I wasn't focused on eating in the morning, I had more time to move my body. I had more time to focus on work or reading or journaling, those types of things so that my morning was set up for success. And it wasn't like, oh, what am I going to eat today? And then maybe I didn't eat perfect. So I feel kind of down, you know, it takes that away from my morning and my day gets off to such a great start. I mean, there are definitely those mid morning, I am so hungry, I'm craving something. But if you can continue to hydrate, force that water down, all of that stuff will subside and you can really get disciplined. And, you know, I myself, it's not for everyone, but I get a lot of physical benefits from that as well. Like I feel better. I think I look better after I've been fasting for, you know, a couple of weeks at a time. And I think mm-hmm. it's just, I'm not taking in so much food and it helps my body just relax and use what it has and burn that fat, the excess that I have in my body. So just, just my two cents. Um, okay. So talk to me about some of the benefits that, you know, obviously I just gave like my personal ones, but there are obviously... Right. Um, more scientific benefits that you could yeah. provide us. Well, and I want to go back to what you said. You said right there, you said, you know, I really feel, you know, like I look better. I, I feel better. I have more mental clarity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I want people, whenever they're doing anything, I want them to pay attention to what those words were. I feel nothing else matters, right, Nick? except how you feel. Um, And if that makes you feel good and you're seeing positive benefits from it and it's not harming you or anybody else, go, 
that's that's yeah. your body's way of saying this is working for me please continue <laughs> so those are things that we want to pay attention to when we're putting anything in our body or when we're moving anyway so this does work for you you have found benefit from that and i want to talk about that mental clarity piece it is true because your body is not focused on you know, for me, like a meal prepper, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? How am I, you know, when's my next meal coming up? Especially during my 24 hour and 40 hour fast. I didn't have to worry about that. I was able to totally focus on other things. And even the times when I did get hungry, what I did is I shifted that mental energy to, okay, what am I doing? What what research can I go research right now? Um, Or going outside for a hike or just doing anything other than focusing on food. And so your mind is able to get away from that. And when you're able to do that, my gosh, of course you have more mental clarity and your body is also not, you know, their food is obviously something that we need and we, we enjoy food and there's a time for it, but because we're ingesting food into our body, our body is going to do something with it and food, different foods are going to make us feel different ways. So, you know, carbohydrates may make you make, may make an individual a little more sleepy. Um, so then you, with the fasting, you don't have that because you are, your mind is focused on the next thing I'm going to talk about. It's focused on repair. It's refocused on rebuilding because that's all it has to do at that time. So that's the next huge benefit that fasting can give you. Um, and that's why our bodies need sleep too, because you are in that fast mode and your body is able to fully repair. When we talk about body repair, I'm not talking about, you know, your body's going into this, um, you're waking up a whole new person. Sometimes you do feel that way, hopefully, hopefully. but it's going through cell regeneration. And what we, we call, there's a, there's a fancy word for it that that's autophagy. And basically it's that cells getting rid of the trash, like getting rid of the, the dead cells, getting rid of the old cells. Sorry, Siri's talking to me, um, but we're, we're getting rid of all of those. And that's what that fasting allows it to do as well. And, and there are, again, I, I want to preface this as well. There are going to be studies out there that talk about whether or not fasting is the best way to do that. It is one way. It's not necessarily the best way. Um, and I want to preface that as well. So, uh, and again, you know, I have not done personal studied research on fasting itself. I have done I've read research. I've researched it myself. I have um, done it for myself. I have worked with people that have done it. Um, but please know that it's going to affect everybody very, very differently. And again, the benefits that everybody should get is that bodily repair, is that ability for your body to regenerate those cells because it has nothing else to do at that time. When it comes to fat loss, <laughs> This is, this is the part that, you know, and again, when I know people are saying, oh gosh, I just want to lose this amount of fat, or I just need to lose this much weight, or I need to get the number on the scale. Um, I can talk about the number on the scale in a different episode, but fat loss comes from a reduction in uh, energy expend or a, a, a shift or a balance of energy expenditure. Okay. So However many calories, and we're going to get really technical here. When you look at a calorie, calorie is simply a form of measurement. Um, in you know our, our, our world, we talk about it in calories. In the European world, they're going to talk about it in joules. So we speak of it in a, it is a scientific measurement only. That's all it is. 
Um, so when we say that a food has a calorie, there is a scientific measurement of, of energy, basically. And it's how much of that your body is using a day because our body um, uses this energy in order to perform all kinds of tasks. Right now, you and I are using this energy to have this interview and it's, it's burning calories at a specific rate. Um, when we are in a fasting mode or when we are in a calorie deficit, our body is going to not use the, the current ingestion, right? It's going to use whatever we have stored. Right. So that storage comes in a couple different forms. You have the storage form of carbohydrates and you also have the storage form of fats. Depending on you know where our body is in the energy usage process is depending on where it's going to pull that store. So when I, I referred to um, Dr. Brad Schoenfeld, who is a nutrition researcher, he's a very very well respected nutrition researcher, and he did a study on this, and he actually went in and said, what is the actual benefit to doing a fast versus a calorie restriction for fat loss? It was negligible. Right. It was absolutely negligible. Um, so I, I don't want people to go away going, oh my gosh, fasting is the best way to go get my, get my fat reduced because it, it can be a tool, but it's not necessarily the best way. There are very, very good benefits to fasting as we've just talked about, but it's not necessarily, it isn't the end all be all. There is no end all be all. And I'm, you know, again, I'll say this, it's a long game. It's not a short game. Right. This, and if you do fast, you're like, oh my gosh, I lost five pounds, blah, blah, blah. The reason you lost five pounds so quickly is because that's, that's water weight. That's um, yes, you're going to use to lose a little bit of body fat in that short period of time, but you need to be realistic with yourself too. And you know, are you going to be able to sustain that? Probably not for a really super long time. Right. So we want to be safe and healthy and careful about it. So that is my take on um, fasting and fat loss based upon the science that's behind it. Um, and, you know, again, I can, I, I linked the study in our, in our blog and I, you know, if we can link it here too, that'd be terrific. Yep. Um, it's, and there are multiple studies out there. This is just a very, very recent one. And he has really looked at a lot of the metadata regarding fasting. Yeah, for sure. I think it's in its simplest form, going back to the conversation on fat loss, weight loss, if you're an individual who maybe struggles to stay in a caloric deficit, if you're trying to lose, fasting may be an option that will help you do that. If you if you tend to like run towards the sweets in the morning and that's your breakfast and you can't figure out how to not do that, maybe fasting and that you know, 16, eight, whatever hours work for you and make you feel good. Maybe that's an option for you. And it's most basic form. I think with regards to weight loss, that's the benefit. Like there are yeah. tons of auxiliary benefits and, you know, mental clarity and focus and like all these things, but in its most simple form, if it helps you go from, Hey, we want you to be eating at 2000 calories and you are just struggling to get to that this way cutting out one of those main meals or you know fasting a little bit longer making sure you're hydrated all those things will help you get there so i really appreciate that perspective i think you know i, I want you guys to make sure you check out the blog article that's going to be coming out for members and then for non-members shortly 
look at the additional resources, tons of great information. If you're that science person and you really want to go deep, uh, you can read all that. If you're just a simple person like me, you're like, hey, it sounds like I won't be eating as much. That's probably good for me. Um, you can have that as your takeaway. But if I am an educator, I'm just starting into my summer. I want to make a healthy change. I'm looking to be more active, lose a little bit of fat off my body. You know, give me that one to two tips for fasting that I could do starting today. What's my first step? Okay. Well, the first step is, and it, let, me, let me go back really quickly to what you said. I absolutely love what you said about if you are the type of person who really struggles with, oh my gosh, you know, getting down to that caloric deficit per day. Yes, you are right. Fasting could be a fantastic yep. um, tool for that individual. So I think that perspective is fantastic. Thank you. But if you are somebody today, you are like, man, I want to go. I'm going to do this right now. Okay. Just make sure you have your bearings around you. What I would do, because what I did personally is I knew there were trigger foods in my house and I had trigger foods. I will tell you my trigger food, tortilla chips and dark chocolate. Those are my two babies. If, if, if those are there, they're gone. So I make sure that those things are not readily available for me or I will consume them. Uh, my brain is really good at justifying. Right. But so make sure that you know, you, you've either put them in a place or you have a friend or a family member, member put them in a place where you, you, know, you can't necessarily get to them very easily and make sure that you do have a, you know, a jug of water. Like I have um, my little friend with me all the time because that's going to be your, your lifesaver. There you go. That's going to be your lifesaver in this process. You do need to keep that hydration continuous. It, you know, water is wonderful because it helps keep us the feeling of fullness. And then it also flushes out um, the toxins. It flushes out everything that our body is trying to eliminate. Mm -hmm. And during this time, the bonus of it, as we talked about before, there's going to be a lot for it to eliminate. It's not going to have to eliminate um, the things that you things that it's currently working, you know, working on that you're putting in your mouth. So having that, making sure that you have your trigger foods kind of out of the way, making sure that you have, you know, water consistently available with you. If you are going somewhere, bring your water bottle. And I am not a person that likes room temperature water. So I make sure that I bring something that is going to keep it cold because otherwise I find that I won't necessarily drink it. So make sure that it's, you know, something that if you're going to leave it in the car and you need it a little cooler, make sure that you bring something that's temperature controlled. Um, otherwise you may not be drinking that. The other piece is tell the people around you what you're doing, inform them. Because when I've communicated what I'm doing or to people that are close to me, that are going to be with me on a daily basis, they are more apt to be aware and be helpful and supportive of me. And if I'm telling them, Hey, look, you know what? I'm doing a fast, you know, um, they're, they're going to be very respectful of that. Now I will tell you, yes, my 18 year old son, um, will, you know, try to tease me a little bit. He's like, look, mom, I haven't been in Jerry's I'm like, that's fantastic for you. you know? <laughs> um, but the point is, yes, make sure that you have that support system around you, you know, in get people on board with you. I mean, how cool would it be that you would get a group of people together and you're doing a fast together and that way you can connect as well. You're like, how's the fast going? Well, I did this today and maybe go on a hike together, go do something. Um, and that's the other part too. make sure you have things to do during the fast. Make sure that you have, if you are physically doing something, I don't care if you're doing laundry, if you're doing dishes, if you're cleaning your house, um, do it. And that's the cool part too. When you're actively doing something, your mind is not focused on, oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. So that will help you as well. 
So if you're wanting to do this today, and that's the beauty of it, you can just do it today. Like if you weren't going to do the 24 hour fast right now, it's 1231 central time. Cool. I'm doing it. Boom. I don't have to eat until tomorrow. Fantastic. That's that. Those are so I guess three tips right there. Yeah. Very good tips. And something I want people to take away is that it doesn't have to be perfect, right? We talked about 24 hours. We talked about 16, eight, you know, something I did when I first started was, Hey, I'm going to stop eating at 8 PM. And then obviously mm-hmm. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to get up and then I'm going to shoot for, you know, maybe it's 13 hours and then that yeah. day it's 13 and the next day it's going to be 13 and a half and then 14 and then 14 and a half. And you just continue to push that comfort level to the point where you're at that 16, maybe you're even doing more. And it yeah. now it seems normal and the body will start to self-regulate and feel better. And it's not just that painful, agonizing zero to a hundred. We're like, I am so hungry. I can't function. So that's something just keep it simple, figure out what works for you. That's, that's something I love that you continue to bring up is that if it makes you feel good, it, it it's, it's a personal experience because if it's personal and it's enjoyable, it will be consistent. And I know you guys have heard me say it a thousand times. Consistency is the key to any healthy change, doing it over and over and making it a lifestyle and not just, yeah. I'm going to do this six week thing and lose a bunch of weight. And then I'm going to get it all back. So, yes, well, and that's the, you just said it right there. You know, it's the consistency piece. And, but at the same time, consistency is not perfection. So right. even with consistency and, and I'll, I'll say this right now, um, because my background, I'm a competitive bodybuilder. I have to work out seven days a week. There's times when I don't, there's days when I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't work out this, you know, this one day or whatever, instead of like totally bashing myself, I'm like, okay, great. You know what? Tomorrow, tomorrow's another day. Great. Yep. Fantastic. 100%. Start over again. Not a problem. No big deal. Yep. A hundred percent. Well, Jessica, it has been awesome. The first official podcast as a staff member, you guys be <laughs> on the lookout for the blog post, check out the show notes. We'll have a link to that. And all the future podcasts that are be coming up yeah. focused on nutrition, amazing content coming your way. Thank you so much for your time as always. And Thank if you have you. any questions, shoot an email to info at teacherfit.com and we'll make sure we get that to Jessica so she can take care of you and answer all of your fasting questions or any other nutrition questions coming up in yeah. the future. As always, the Teacher Fit Podcast is brought to you by our Teacher Fit Partner Schools. If you want to learn more about how to become a partner school, visit schools.teacherfit.com. All right, guys, have a great rest of your week. Jessica, thank you so much. Thank you.